know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Man, what do you mean everything? It's been like two weeks. <laughs> I know. I want to talk about Picard because I feel like we should. We should wait for. No, no, no. I feel like we should just review Picard, like the first two episodes of Picard oh, on, yeah. on this version of the podcast. But then I feel like if we don't re- review this episode, we're never going to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Picard is the thing we should talk about, you know? We should. Because everybody in the club getting Picard. I have thoughts. I would love to. That's what I'm saying. I would love to hear them. So maybe we just do that. Maybe. Everybody in the club get Picard. I haven't watched the new episode yet of you. Yeah. See, I haven't. I'm like, I've been watching them all on like Friday night or like Saturday. I haven't been watching them as soon as they come out. Oh. You know, that's one thing that kind of not related to the show, like uh, plot or anything. One thing that kind of annoys me about this is, and I don't remember if they did it for season two of Discovery, but part of the excitement of season one of Discovery was like refreshing yes. CBS All Access to see yeah. if it was posted yet because it's supposed to come at 830 and you're like, yes. oh, it's 821. Is yeah. it here yet? But these, they're just like, bam. Yeah, they just drop them at midnight. Yeah. And I'm still annoyed that they moved it to Thursday. I liked it better when it was on Sunday. It was a nice way to end my week. Yeah. The Thursday thing is not. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got lives going on, man. Yeah, Thursday is tough. Come on, John Luke. Yeah, I'll probably watch. I'll watch the new new one like Saturday or something. So. But yeah, I have, I have, I would like to hear thoughts because I have thoughts as well. I think, I mean, so far, it's not really a whole lot of spoilers. Like, you don't have to worry about catching something that you're gonna, you know, be like, "Oh, you ruined it," you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Totes, my goats. Yay, yay! So. I don't know, man. I don't know. And then we'll play D&D tomorrow. Yeah, it's been a long time since we played that, too. It's only been three weeks. It's a long time, baby. It is. It is. But we'll, yeah, but we'll definitely play it. Because with Gary being late and um, What's-Her-Face, that was two. And I don't want to say it's like a big deal this week's, like, this part of it but it could be like kind of the oh, close we finding you know I mean? that motherfucker yeah i'm not getting you, away you never know you might so that's the things so i kind of want it to be like you know i wanted everybody to be there yeah so but whatevs i'm having fun playing it then we're oh, doing one, one thing that happened while we were on hiatus, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's true too. I didn't. Yeah, that was real sad. I didn't. Yeah, it was. It's horrible. Yeah. 
Oh my god! I'm glad we're kind of past the. Uh, hey, Jenny, we're kind of past the uh, tribute period. Yeah, for Kobe. So it's like, all right, it was getting to be too much. At some point, it's like, all right. I was more sad for his daughter. Yeah. Because Kobe lived a life that's full. His daughter was 13 and dead. That's sad. That's that's the real tragedy, brother. Yeah, I was like, when I found out, and there was like, it was a helicopter crash, and there was, you know, seven people on board. I was like, oh my god, I hope it's not his wife and kids on there. Too. That's his whole family, seven yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was sad. I was sad. And that was the same day as the Royal Rumble, which was fucking awesome. <laughs> Jenny, did you watch the Rumble? I did. Did you like I the did. Rumble? Uh, so I missed part of the Ladies Rumble. I keep meaning to go back and watch that. But um, sexist. I eventually turned around. Oh, I, I thought it started at eight. <laughs> and so we were running a little bit late. Um, they have a Lady Rumble? Yeah. yeah. Do they have 30 participants too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was not too happy with the, the whole Brock thing. Really? Yeah. Like, it, well, at first I was like, okay, that's, they're doing some dumb shit, whatever. That's cool. But what pissed me off was that um, my boy, uh, his Kofi, his okay. thing, like he usually has some dumb gimmick that he doesn't get thrown out. Like he gets thrown out, but he like lands on a plate of pancakes or something. Yeah, 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 so he doesn't yeah. technically get thrown out and they ruin his bit. And that uh, made me okay. kind of mad. Um, and like after a bit, like we kind of got, I mean, I was kind of getting tired of it. Like I was like, come on. All right. We, I get it. He's a tough dude. He's throwing everybody out but it's kind of boring. <laughs> really? See, I felt the exact opposite way. I really enjoyed Lesnar in that. And then when he did get knocked out by Drew McIntyre, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Cause it really made Drew look strong by knocking out, you know, Lesnar who had knocked out like 14 other people, you know? Is it like uh, Hulk Hogan throwing Andre the Giant out the No, Bro- Brock Lesnar said he was going to come out first. And he was going to eliminate everybody that came into the Royal Rumble. And he oh. got up he got up to like 13 guys that he had knocked out. And then like um, this big this big Scottish dude came in and with a couple other guys. And somebody crotch shot at him. And then Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. kicked him out. And then Drew oh. McIntyre won the whole Rumble. So now he gets to fight yeah. Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, which I thought was good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody else pulled that move before. Wasn't it Chris Jericho or somebody was like, I'm, I'm going first and I'm taking on everybody. And they got really close, I think. I don't remember. So Justin Fury, I don't know if he talked about this on WrestlePals because I've been doing my, my class on Wednesday nights and I can't watch. But um, so Justin's theory is that that was the way it was supposed to go. Like he was, but he was supposed to have knocked out a whole bunch more people first before Drew came out. Because uh-huh. if you look at Brock, like when Drew comes out, he looks at him and goes, "Now, like oh, I gotta see." Okay. They sent him. They sent him out a little bit earlier than they meant to because the crowd was like, "Nah." <laughs> we see, didn't I, was, buy this. I was super into it. I was bummed out. Like when Keith Lee came out, I went nuts because I love Keith Lee, um, and I would have been happy if Keith Lee had knocked Brock Lesnar out and won the Rumble. But um, so Jenny, are you saying he was knocking people out too easily? <coughs> I mean, like he needed I, to struggle more, or no? Well, no. I just I was just kind of getting tired of it because, like, at some point he was just kind of standing there, like there was like literally nobody else in the ring with him. He was just oh. squashing people. It was oh, because yeah. they do it yeah. on a timer, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Every, yeah. Two, like ninety yeah. seconds or whatever, two minutes. Yeah. 
and he which was I'm just, pretty sure they like have a flexible 90 seconds because sometimes it's like it, somebody comes right out and then sometimes it drags yeah. on for a bit but uh but yeah he was just throwing them out like i think it was 13 in a row he just threw them out like immediately yeah he was smashing people so yeah i was just kind of like oh, okay come on like let's but when it when it got to what out. when what's his name came out bromstrom and who i hate and what yeah. it was it was keith lee came out and then bromstrom came out and then ricochet came out and yes. then and then it was Drew McIntyre. So I think Drew McIntyre came out at like 16 or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool, man. I liked it. I thought Good the question wo- for you guys. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of wrestling match? Like, is it a Royal Rumble or Hell in a Cell or Lumberjack match? Or like, what's your favorite gimmicky? I, I probably match? like the Royal Rumble because um, yeah. that was the one I remember watching like when I was a kid and we had that game on Super Nintendo. <laughs> so yeah. that was like, oh, the Royal Rumble. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah. Um, I've I've grown to really like um, the ladder matches. Yeah, those are always good. Where they and, get the uh, briefcase. Yeah, yeah. Or, the, or the title or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I kind of like the, is it the Elimination Chamber? The Elimination Chamber is cool, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I've always, always like a, a good lumberjack match. Lumberjack, they don't really do those much anymore, yeah. which is a bummer. But I like lumberjack matches, and I always thought like, call me old. I like an old-fashioned steel cage match. Like that's the that's the way to end a feud. Like two guys have been fighting forever; they don't know how to settle it. So it's in a cage. All right, cool. Let's do it. You know, like that's it for me. Because growing think, up, that's what it I was. I think uh, Spider-Man and Bonesaw has ruined that for me, though. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to top that. See, I remember King Kong Bundy and Hulk Hogan in a cage. And, like, I don't know. I just remember the cage was – that was it at the cage. Mm-hmm. All right, can't figure this out. Big blue it's cage. Yeah. I like, wish they yeah. could figure out a way to do Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> like, with weapons – hanging uh, on the on they the, kind of uh, have figured out except it's all under the ring and that's kind of like what hell in a cell is well they just pull out chairs and stuff yeah like and tables i mean and... i mean weapons yeah <laughs> <laughs> dennis wants like chainsaws and shit yeah so we were debating jenny whether or not to talk about picard like have you how many have you seen the first two i've episodes? only watched the first one okay all right yeah yeah, because that makes it difficult too if we've all because Dennis has seen all three. I've only seen two and you've seen less than I have. Yeah. I I kind of forgot last week until it was kind of like into the weekend and I was just too busy. Okay. Too busy for Precord. Technically no... I could have watched it, but I watched I wanted to go through all episodes of Bojack when they came out. So Okay. There's yeah. each episode of Picard doesn't have its own Wikipedia page. What? That's insane. The nerds are slacking. I know. The nerds are slacking. Do you want me to jump out of here so you guys can talk about it and then just come back no. do the show? <laughs> Not at all. We let's talk just about the first episode if you want. I just, you know what? Because part of me is like, let's do Picard, but then part of me is like, I really want to finish Deep Space Nine before I die. So let's do it. It's almost like we're trying not to get the voyage. Yeah, it's like we're just stretching it out. Yeah, you're exactly right. How can we not get to Voyager? But that's that's why you came up with the idea for Tombstone. It's like, can yeah, we just yeah. review Westerns now? Just anything other than Voyager. I haven't checked in a couple couple days, but I think we were up to like 123 reviews. Yep. Oh, is, this, is this the episode? Are we doing the, the Dork Trek episode right now? Yeah, I guess we can. Oh, we should we should uh, read some of those reviews. 
All right, here, hang on. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Well, I'll just, I'll find a place to stop, Dor. There's, there's one in particular I want read. All right, let <laughs> me see here. All right, this, is that one of the older ones where it's about how you're the best? No, no, no. I mean, there's plenty of those, but. <laughs> <laughs> Written by you. I, I know exactly which one it is. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> I was looking at it today. I was like, let's see how many we're up to. And, uh, how many people, are we up to? People, thanks everybody who went in and rated. And thanks to everybody who reviewed. Yeah. I don't see how many reviews there are. How many reviews do we have? When I looked earlier, it was 122. Nice. All right. So, yeah, what we're saying is if we get to 150 reviews on iTunes written or just like star reviews, we'll review um, Tombstone, which is a movie I've never seen uh, in, in full. Um, but, yeah, so we'll do that. So we're at 122. We were at like 117, and we mm -hmm. haven't recorded in two weeks. So we got a little bump. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying this is going to tap in instantly, but, you know, just hop on to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for Dork Trek. Now, what review are you talking about, Dennis? Uh, so, on December 8th, <laughs> the, review, the review is titled, it's a five-star review from Jamie Fike. Thank you very much, Jamie. Uh -huh. It's titled Episode 341. And it says, I saw what you saw, Dennis. Keep fighting that fight. Now, which one? I was, was right. You guys <laughs> that, are wrong. That was three. About Kira. Um, refresh my memory. About how Kira and her mom. Kira's mom got railed by the, by the Cardassian. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, you guys are all like, oh, she's a dirty collaborator, blah, blah, blah. No. All right. That's, that's Kira, cool. Kira needs to forgive her. I mean, if you need that for your ego, Dennis Trump, <laughs> then that's on you, my man. <laughs> Like if you if you need that to be vindicated, then I'm cool with that. <laughs> Dennis um, yeah, is gonna go get on the Twitter best reviews and, and make your butt flip face. Look yeah. get the best reviews. But there's a few other uh, reviews in here too, uh, from Weapon X Seven, who I think that's Hector. I don't know. What's I, that I may one? be wrong. Uh, it says I think uh, so. Yeah, hands down the funniest podcast on the internet goes to the top of my queue every week. That's true. Uh, from Milky42, Dork Trek. Great show. Those are funny, knowledgeable, and sexy. And sexy. Yeah. What more do you need to know? I mean, well, that's what you need when you're talking about Star Trek. You need a certain kind of sex appeal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we got that in spades. Uh, Oakwood guy says, brilliant. There are four servers. I mean, lights. There are four lights. Four lights. Uncle Kai Kai, the best in the biz. There are other Star Trek podcasts, but why? That's my personal favorite. But why? <laughs> but and, why? Uh, Enterprise Starship says, Duncan, I legitimately thought Duncan Trussell started a Star Trek podcast until I saw this guy's name. I have no idea what that's referencing. Who's Duncan Trussell? I don't know. I thought you were reading that one because you know who that was. I'm just going to Google no, search. I was just reading all the, one, the ones that are in there recently, and I have no idea who that is. Duncan Trussell is, is an that American. that the guy who's saying, I am barely breathing. No. <laughs> that's Duncan Sheik. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duncan Trussell is an American actor, voice actor, stand-up comedy a comic known for his podcast, The Duncan Trussell Family Hour, and his appearances on the Joe Rogan Experience. So I guess he thought I we guess were... Duncan Trussell sounds like Dork Trek, I guess, maybe a little bit. I don't know. That's fine. I don't know. If, if, you know what? If we can piggyback listeners off of some douche that shows up on Joe Rogan, I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I read a really great article about the Joe Rogan podcast. 
that I can't remember who wrote it or where I saw what it was, but it was it showed up on social media about two weeks ago after Rogan endorsed Bernie Sanders, and it was pretty interesting stuff. Like this guy tried to like listen to all the Joe Rogan he could handle, and he got to a certain point. I was like, I just can't do it and like he was kind of breaking down like the pseudoscience of it all and you know all the products and interviews and like trying to figure out his appeal it was pretty interesting because i've never really got the joe rogan thing but that's just me is it like a low-key alex jones type of show because that's the vibe i get from it i've never listened to it so I've never listened to it either, um, but I guess you could say that because he has like thinkers on, like modern thinkers and athletes and like it's other- like wild conspiracy theories and stuff like not that. Not I don't think it's why. I mean, he's had some pretty legit guests on. I mean, he, fuck, he had, what's his name, Smoking Dope on his show. And that was like a big thing for both Elon of them. Elon Musk, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, I don't know. I've, I've never listened to it, but I guess he kind of fashions himself like a modern man of like thought and- I yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I can't get into it. I was I've like, never dude, you were like the him. dumb guy on news radio. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty accurate. That's my introduction to Joe Rogan. I just, I like, I didn't watch a lot of news radio, so I just remember him what? From, from Fear Factor. Oh. Like, Joe he's Rogan. just. Not Joe Rogan, but uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, yeah. Uh, Stephen Root. Yeah. Great show. I never watched that either. And then John Lovitz came on after Phil Hartman died, right? Was it John Lovitz? Maybe. Somebody replaced him. What's his name? Dave Foley was the man. Was the yeah, man. Dave Foley's great. I remember yeah. the show. I just didn't Why watch didn't a I lot watch of this? it. It's a great show. It's about like a talk radio station. Yeah, I Stephen remember Root. it. Stephen Root is an amazing actor. Anytime I see him pop up and something like, ooh, I got to watch it. You're an amazing so actor, Dennis. <laughs> So, anywho, um, yeah, so let's talk about this episode, The the Reckoning, which does sound a lot like a Highlander episode. Mm-hmm. Or so. a wrestling event. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, you said you got Highlander vibes from it. Just the title. And I guess some of the, yeah, I guess there is like a Highlander feel to it, right? Wasn't there a DS9 episode called The Quickening, though? That's was, a little more. Is there? Popular. It sounds like there could be. Like, I even think there if was. there's not... Maybe it's in uh, season eight. I'm Googling it right now on the Google machine. (laughs) Yep, the quickening was the 23rd episode of the uh, Brigier combats pessimism and fear while trying to cure uh, fatal genetic disease, the Jem'Hadar afflicted. Yep, on the planet. That's right. That's right. The sick planet episode. Yeah. The quickening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This episode... Uh, the reckoning. The reckoning. I felt I was watching. I was like, this kind of gives me Ghostbuster vibes. And then there's one moment where I was like, this is definitely a Ghostbuster. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Are you the key master? Does Larry King? Does Larry King show up and start interviewing him? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched Ghostbusters, is really dated. Yeah. Like really the pop culture references. The make pop. It- it's like yeah this is definitely made in the mid 80s this is made in the mid 80s for the mid 80s because i i think i told the story on the podcast a couple months ago but my kids went through a ghostbuster phase where they just loved the song like they were just in love with the song ghostbusters like they, they watched s- the music video for it no they would have even that even that music video is pegged in the mid 80s because i watched i watched it recently and you know, they have like celebrities jumping and say Ghostbusters. And yeah. Half of them have no, they're not into it at all. They're like, I'm here for a paycheck. Like, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. And there are half of them are dead. 
Yeah, and some of them, I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Like, wow. you'd have to be an adult in the mid-80s to know who it was. Ghostbusters. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's um, we tried watching it because they were in love with the song. And I was like, the Ghostbusters movie is really great. Yeah. And, I, and we started watching it. I was like, wow, this is slow. This is something. This is something. So um, how how did they like it? They couldn't. They were they lost interest. Really? Quickly. Like after the library scene, they kind of like drifted off. They lost interest quickly. Um, and then again, like Larry King's doing a radio show, and they, they show up on the front page of the newspaper, and like no kid in two thousand. Yeah, like they're like, what the fuck is this? Like it might as well be cave drawings. Wow. Yeah, it was so very so odd. like pretty much all the like people who still love it is 100% nostalgia based. Yes, that's completely it cuz I still love it and it's totally nostalgia. But yeah. I mean, I don't understand. It is slow like it's kind of slow. Yes. But my po- my point being is I don't understand the sacred ground that Ghostbusters has become. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of heat from the internet on this episode because we're talking bad about Joe Rogan and Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, Fine. I, if you hate it, review us on uh, iTunes. Yeah. It's not even, we'll talk about Tombstone instead. It's not even that I hate <laughs> Ghostbusters. It's just like the rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. are just too rosy for me. It's just too much. I, yeah. don't, I don't see the appeal. Like, it's just cool bill murray that's cool and the stay puff marshmallow man's awesome and he's slimy yeah but like most of that movie's just fluff bullshit yeah 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 if you're saying it doesn't hold up for like a modern audience so your kids like that were yeah. our age when we watched it yes. then <laughs> and ghostbusters 2 is straight garbage like i don't care ghostbusters 2 stinks yeah it's not good yeah it's fun to watch like i watched it last summer i think and it was fun but I mean, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is fucking trash. Yeah, it feels like they they were told they had to do a sequel, you know, because nobody seems happy to be there. Yeah. Except, Except Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bobby Brown's like, oh, that's them proton packs. Yo, can let me get one for my nephew? <laughs> and then Egon says to him, like, these are very, this is very serious equipment. And then it he, is they, a good song, though. I do like yeah. the Well, Bobby I Brown guess song. we're gonna have to... Take control. Yeah. Oh. I really yeah. enjoy that song. Yeah. And this, <laughs> I guess, what is it? The the angry oh, well, slime. What's under the building? Yeah. So they grab the proton packs on the backs and they split. They split. Yeah. They're not about Vigo, the master of ego. Try to battle my boys. It's not legal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm t- I don't understand the fascination with the Ghostbuster franchise, like the sacred ground that it's well, they, on. Well, I mean, just like everything in the 80s, they capitalized on it with toys and cartoons. The cartoons, don't serials. The cartoons, like, great. That's everything about our childhood was just ingrained into us Marketing. in so many different, yeah. you know, multi-platform ways. Yeah, the, cart- the, the, the real Ghostbusters cartoon is great. It is, yeah. And they uh, had, like going back and watching it now, it's not for adults. <laughs> no. The video game, though, if you ever played the video game that was like on the the old like Ataris and shit, it was a flaming piece of garbage. Okay, yeah. Like it was actually impossible to beat. I mean, I played it for probably I don't know how many hours, and I can I like I finally Googled it later on, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I have no fucking clue." I bet they could make a pretty <laughs> sweet Ghostbusters video game now. Oh yeah, like graphics yeah. and stuff. It's like you got to catch the ghosts and throw. I out want your there to be more like like a. 
like Pokemon Go or something where you go yeah, around. That would be, yeah, that's a good idea, Jenny. Yeah. Or like but, uh, GTA. Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's like you're just going around the city and then all of a sudden you run into a ghost. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I tell yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this new one will be better and people like it more because there's not women busting. No, it's too serious, man. I don't know. I I think you have a point though because I think a lot of it was just the you know people just oh they're just replacing it with women and they didn't like that. And Larry King's not even in this one. That's bullshit. <laughs> Did you watch the the Lady Ghostbusters? Still movie? alive. I haven't seen Lady Ghostbusters. Yeah, I saw it. What do you think, Dennis? It's all right. Yeah. I haven't I mean, seen a really good comedy in a while, so it, like it wasn't <laughs> like I'm not judging it as a, a comedy movie because. It's just I don't know. It, it seems really hard to make a comedy movie nowadays. It's funny. I want I want to see that Jojo Rabbit. I heard that was good. Oh, and funny. that was good. It was so good. I haven't seen it. Either. It was dark. It was really dark though. Yeah, but I heard it's very. I heard it's <laughs> yeah. very funny though. It it is. Yeah, it's and it's very absurd. It was it was beautiful. I need to go back and see it again. Yeah, because everybody be loving that Tiki Wakaka dude or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. There, he's got a movie on Hulu called like Hunt for the Wilder People or something like uh -huh. that, and it's not. I, I mean, I can't definitely can't say it's bad or anything, but like I keep trying to watch it like late at night. <laughs> I keep falling asleep, which sounds like like it's horrible, but it's a really good movie. Uh, what's his name? Um, Sam Neill is in it, hmm. and the kid from uh, Deadpool, I think. The, the is it Deadpool? Shoot, hold on a second. There's a kid in Deadpool. Maybe it wasn't Deadpool. Hold on a second. Um continue. I'll look it up. <laughs> I not really like um uh, live darts. What we do in the shadows is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, that, haven't seen that movie. That movie's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but it's weird though, because again, one of those guys is in Flight of the Concords. I fucking hate Flight of the Concords. I'm like what? a I'm just I can't get into it. Uh, he's, in, he's in Legion too. Yeah. Oh, what, uh, Jermaine? Yeah, Jermaine Clement. Jermaine's in Legion. Yeah. That's what right. He is. What happened to the other guy? I thought the other guy was going to be more famous. What other guy? There's the guy two guys Legion? in Flight of the Concords. There's Jermaine, oh. and the handsomer one, who was in like The Brit? Hobbit, but he hasn't done shit since then. Yeah, Brit. Was he in The Hobbit? I thought Brit was in The Hobbit, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah. He was one of the elves. Brit. Yeah, I don't know. I never got into Flight of the Concords. Why was Brit an elf? He would be a perfect hobbit. No, look, look, I'll find a screenshot and send it to you guys. He's He was like a perfect elf. He does kind of look elfy. Yeah. Brit, what's up, Brit? <laughs> We're talking about like everything but this episode. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not gonna, I mean, if we're just gonna go like two second reviews, I liked it. <laughs> I mean, it had some cool parts of it. I like uh, what's her face shows up. The uh, the Kai, she's always a pain in the ass. She's got her own little kind of manipulative way of doing things. I mean, yeah, Cisco is stealing artifacts from the Bajorans. Yeah, he's like Indiana Jones. <laughs> he's fucking Tomb Raider. Yeah. Okay, but the part where he like just gets pissed off and throws it on the ground. But the prophets wanted him to do that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That's what the prophets wanted. The prophets made me do it. Hey, Kai, uh, the prophets told me to smack you in your mouth. Bam! Well, they, they could probably do that, too, though. 
The prophets probably would do that because she sucks. <laughs> but the cool part about her is like she's continually sucked throughout. Mm-hmm. Like she's from the moment she's you saw her to man. now. She's yeah. She's such a, a worthy kind of shitty adversary. The yeah. show it's hard to pick out like one bad guy on the show because there's so many of them. Yeah. Like the, you know they've started showing DS9 on BBC America now. Big Black during, Hawk America. During the day they show Star Trek marathons. <laughs> yeah. And they're still showing TNG. They were showing Voyager for a while, but now Ugh. they switched from Voyager to DS9. <laughs> And so I was watching, and when they were showing what the episode where uh, Beryl was up for uh, for Kai. Oh, that one's sad, Jack. And, but he uh, he uh, was accused of helping the Cardassians yeah. blow up the terrorists. Yeah. And didn't she kind of lead a misinformation campaign against him? Kinda, and he took the fall for it, even though it was Kai Opaka who did it, and it was like, yeah. oh, shit. There's, yeah, she sucks. She just genuinely sucks. And just remind me, DS9 has some really good episodes. Yeah, DS9's wonderful. Like, it's 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 peak Star Trek. I'm not afraid. And even with all the stuff they're doing now, I think this. I think DS9 is better than all the stuff they're doing now. You know? I'd say Discovery's pretty good. Discovery's good. Yeah, but I, I'm just, there's just something about it's Deep Space Nine. too early to judge Picard, I think. Oh, yes, as far as episodes. like the message in the story though like the ds9 is really on point yeah it just holds up it reminds me of the twilight zone where uh, you can watch a, an original twilight zone episode and go "Ooh, this pertains to modern day still that's good sci-fi this has that vibe to it yeah the crazy thing about ds9 too is there are 10 characters that you know really well but they don't like show up every episode you know, yeah. like you know the core cast pretty well, like the the star the DS9 crew, but then you got like Quark and Goldukat and Kai. Well, Quark is in that group. He's yeah, he's in I the guess. credits. Yeah. You know, but like I like get what you're saying. Kai Win, uh, Rom, Nog, uh, these people don't show up like Martog. But once they're... yeah, exactly. Yeah. All these people are wonderful. Garrick. Yeah. Yeah. They really do a good job of like kind of there's your A team and your B team, but it's not like TNG where the B team was part of the A team, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they do a good job of just kind of rotating in and out and keeping people fresh. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Kawhi Leonard, baby. They get they go they gonna sit and put a playoffs, Jack. Load management. Yeah, they got load <laughs> management. Like we don't need to see Cisco this episode. We, let's bring in Garrick. Bring, bring us oh, Garrick. Cisco's not getting a rest, baby. He's getting yeah. a check every week. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? He's got that little management, Jack. He only got to play 60 games a year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know you got bad feet, Cisco. You sit this one. You take a couple <laughs> weeks. We got back-to-back. You, you got to rest. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's just such a wonderful show. And that's the thing, too. A lot of my favorite characters, a lot of my favorite episodes aren't even about Federation people. It's mm-hmm. everything else that's interesting. This really isn't even about the Federation. No, not this at is all. about mm-hmm. that one weird thing they did a long time ago with the Paw Wraith thing. They're like, oh, you know what? That was kind of cool. Let's make this like a huge component of the show. one weird trick. Yeah. It's Bajorans <laughs> pissed off everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. It was clickbait back in season two, and now they brought yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah. And now it's blown up, and they're going to have a fucking fight to the death. They're going to get rid of it, cast evil out. And that's some serious shit. I mean, you're gonna have like the 
ba- basically Armageddon on Deep Space Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, mm-hmm. the final battle. Like, uh, like when Kira got possessed, I was like, oh, I tweeted that out. I was like, there is no Kira, only Zool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got have so Ghostbusters. It was. And then when uh, Jake shows up too with his weird contacts. Yeah. And even the, the special effects looked pretty good. Like when yeah, they were just kind of shooting energy. Yeah, for, for 90s television? Hell yeah. You know, shooting energy from day chest. I will say the most worthless guy in the entire episode is the um, Federation employee who's leading people down the hallway to the right and Kai Wynn just walks right by him to go yeah. left. He doesn't even stop. <laughs> just like, go, go, get to safety. And Kai Wynn walks by. She didn't by. even shimmy him. She didn't yeah, he just, she just kind of like just took off. Because he wants her to die, just like everybody else. He just didn't even bother. Like, yep, all right. But I guess it kind of happens. This way, everybody else that way. But you know how it is sometimes when you're younger trying to talk to an old person and they just don't give a fuck what you have to say. Like, oh, no, the food court is that way, ma'am. And she's like, I'll find it. I know it's over there. It was over there near the pennies in 74. And then she goes wherever. Yeah, that's kind of what that is. Is that what she's doing? She's looking for the food court. Where's the orange Julius? (laughs) The orange Julius was over by the Stride Rights store, which was by the Woolworths, <laughs> where I used to buy my hose. Kai Wynn does look like the type of person that would shop at Woolworths oh, yeah. and then go for an orange Julius. Yeah. But it would be J.W. Woolworths. Yeah. <laughs> I need to pick up a few toiletry items. I need to get one of those new earrings. And some sanitary napkins for my <laughs> vagina. <laughs> Excuse me, young man. <laughs> oh, Channing is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. The guy just walked her walk by and didn't say a word. Nothing. Yeah, like, hey, you can't save them all. Yeah. <laughs> <I> tried. <laughs> Maybe he was distracted by the hat. Like, what? You want me to stop saving these people so I can <laughs> save that old bitch? Yeah. Nah. Nah. She's it's her time. To, she's close to death anyway. The prophets have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prophets have willed her death. Yeah, but I mean, overall, I thought this episode was pretty, pretty fun. Um, I don't, I didn't like the, the jamming in my face and down my throat of the relationship between Kira yeah. and it's too much too yeah. fast. I've I've turned Thank like you. the last episode was like you know I was like oh you know I don't really like the relationship but I like this episode I'm immediately like I'm done with this shit because it's I'm like done. it's like high school boyfriend girlfriend yeah. yeah they're all like rubbing yeah. noses together and being cutesy Get you hang up first Odo you're a shapeshifter have some fun with it man yeah. make you yourself hang- a dildo on the wall something <laughs> you hang up first no no you hang up first no no yeah. you you hang up first. Uh, yeah, so dumb. Yeah, it's it, pretty. It rude. doesn't fit with either of their characters, honestly. No. It's just, it's stupid. Well, because you have Kira being very much like season, like earlier seasons, Kira, like dedicated to her faith and and all about the Benjamins when it comes to the prophets, and she's <laughs> down for the cause, and she'd be loving that shit. But then it's, she's all like, "Lovey, moo moo moo, boogiesy face." Why? You don't have to watch me eat. Oh, I love watching you eat it. So it's my fetish. Yes, mm, yes. Now eat this piece of pastrami, whore. Yes, yes. <laughs> eat this cock. Yes. Mm. 
but yeah, it's just it's too much too fast. They they gotta they gotta lean in. They're leaning too much into this relationship, and I hope at some point somebody just walks by and goes, "Oh Jesus, you two! Like get a fucking room." It makes me want one of them to die in the show. Yeah, you know? I thought this could have yeah. been it. It would have been cool if they killed her, or made her yeah. like at least disappear for a little while. You know, or de- or deformed. <laughs> and then Odo's like, hey, you know what? I don't know. I don't know about this anymore." <laughs> She looks like Odo because she gets burnt. He's like, ooh, that's like what I look nose, like? Ooh. Nose and ears get fucked up. No eyebrows and cauliflower ears. Ooh. Just like convinces <laughs> Julian to pull the plug. Ooh, I don't think she's going to make it. <laughs> oh, we're good. But she's going to make it. No, no, no. No, no it looks really bad. Yeah, I don't know. She's not doing great. <laughs> I'm getting better. <laughs> Turns his hands into a pillow and puts it over her face. (laughs) (laughs) I told you she wasn't good. (laughs) But yeah, I I, I thought the episode was good. I also really liked that uh, even the prophets think that Kai Kai Wen is a bitch. Oh, yeah. They were like, no, you know, we could choose like just about anybody to be our spokesperson. But it's not going to be you. The destructor (laughs) has been selected. Yeah, she I does kind of look like a. Cisco like thought a about Jake, played. and that's why Jake got picked. Oh uh, yeah, the first thing you thought of that's what yeah. it was going to be. If he had thought of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, they here would have been fighting Stay Puft. That, that would have been, been cool. <laughs> you see him outside <laughs> at the window of DS Nine. Yeah, I'm gonna go and Photoshop in uh, the lady who played Zool and put her in as Kira. Yeah. That's Sigourney <laughs> Weaver, right? No, 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 no. the other lady. Oh. The, uh, the Pat Benatar looking lady. Yes. Pat wearing Benatar. the wearing the see-through jumpsuit. Like the lace. I thought she Zool was, was Gozer the Gozerian. I thought Zool was what's her face? Um No, Dana was uh Dana and she was the uh, That's right, the gatekeeper and the key master. Yeah, they were right. taken over by the dogs. There is no Dana, only Zool. Yeah. Yeah, so that's Sigourney Weaver. But like she was just possessed the actual entity the traveler was the dog you're thinking of gozer hold on yeah Yeah, because i'm looking at it right now gozer was the entity like the chick yeah gozer the gozerian yeah that's no zul was the dog thing that dana was because there's no dana there's only zul gozer is the other one the traveler yeah i'm right you are right i know i am you're right, I'm wrong. You're right. No, no you can't do that because this is actually me being right. <laughs> like, there she is right there. That's Like, that ever stopped Alfredo. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, she's the chick with, who looks like the mummy with the bubble wrap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She looks like a brunette. Um, uh, what's her name? The lady from Rocky IV? Yeah, b- b- Bridget, Bridget, uh, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Who played her? Gozer. Slavica Jovan. There you go. She's a foreign lady. <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> She's a Serbian actress. Oh, yes. God, she looks so 80s. Would you like to make fuck with me? Everything about that movie is mid 80s. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get it. Like, I they had an I, answering machine. Yeah, there's a fucking answering machine. <laughs> like, try explaining to uh, an eight year old what an answering machine is. Like, what's that? 
Yeah. Well, you see, when you call somebody's house, like, well, why didn't you just call their cell phone? Like, because well, <laughs> that's not a thing. Like, there's so much of this movie that's just not a thing anymore. It's like voicemail, but you have to put it on a tape. Yeah. It's a tape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's a cassette tape? It's like, it's not fucking worth it. Just go, go talk to uh, Alexa. They had the huge uh, Bell South telephone on the wall. Yeah. Like the huge fucking mm-hmm. yellow console. Yeah. We'll get one of those one day when my kids want to talk on the phone because it'll be on a landline. I just think it, a landline in a pub, like one phone landline in like a in like the living room. So you, that's what they listen. should do with all the phone booths that aren't being used anymore. Like let people buy them and put them in their house. Yeah, I mean you might as well. If you're gonna have a landline, you might as well like do it up in style. Yeah, but wash them first. Those Box. things are disgusting. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's there's just so much about this movie that just doesn't make sense to people. This is ridiculous. <laughs> what is happening here? God, I mean, it, oh my God, this is so fucking 80s. Like the scene of her standing in front of the pyramid with the two fucking, the dogs standing next to her. It looks like a prog rock album cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. I love it though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we grew up in the 80s. Like, I really like the experiment of like, I'm just going to like use your kids as an experiment. Like show them all these 80s movies that everybody loves and see which ones hold up. Like which ones truly hold up to the test of time. Because I've asked people before, like I never watched that. Should I watch it? Oh yeah, it holds up. Yeah, because you saw it as a kid and you're yeah. watching it again now. Like you can't tell me that it holds up. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that doesn't really hold up. And Ghostbusters is one of them. <laughs> you know? 1984. Goddamn. Uh, 80s. Yeah. Oh, so I found a picture of uh, the kid in Deadpool. I was right. Oh, there's a kid in Deadpool? Yeah, Deadpool 2. Oh, there's a kid in Deadpool 2, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that kid. Okay. Yeah. And he then... looks he looks like um like a fat Gerard Way. <laughs> like the singer for my chemical romance. Like if he had like he a glandular thing, like maybe that's what he looked like <laughs> as a kid. It's not okay. It's not even the outfit kind of <laughs> is my chemical romancey, right? I could see that, yeah. Yeah. I could see them yeah. wearing that on stage and like being all they're like on the the juvenile delinquent tour yeah, or something but i can't complain because i love that fucking band i was wrong about that and the thing that sucks is i could have seen him for free a hundred times when i was working in radio but i hated him at the time now i love him what have i become i don't what's know what a, to tell you bob what's a my chemical romance song um the black parade is one. Oh, okay just oh, yeah. like if I know it sounds dumb and I'm probably making this recommendation like 10, 15 years too late because you're like a 40 year old man. But if you just turn on the black parade record and listen to it from pillar to post, it's really well done. It's not bad. Yeah. It's really good. It's okay. It's got like a queen vibe to it. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's Brit. Yeah. He looks like an that's elf. Brit. Wow. He is an elf. He should have really his beard and been a, a uh, hobbit. I think he would have made a better hobbit than he's hobbit. very feminine looking. Yeah, he would have been a good hobbit, also. Yeah, yeah. I think they they made all those elves look feminine. Even Hugo Hugo Weaving looks kind of feminine. Brit, hello, Brit. But yeah, whoa, now it's really big. 
but yeah, I'm not, um, yeah, Ghostbusters just kind of stinks. I think that's what I learned in this episode. <laughs> the music is better than the movies. Yeah. And I do like the fact, and I'll, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I like the fact that Ghostbusters cosplay is just themselves. Like nobody dresses mm-hmm. up, nobody dresses up as Venkman. They dress yeah. up as Steve the Ghostbuster and I've always found yeah. that cool. That is kind of cool. <laughs> you know, like seriously, look at their name tags. Like you don't see like stands, you see Jimbo. And it's like, hey, you're Jimbo's like, yep, I got my fucking suit on and I made this proton pack and now I'm a Ghostbuster. It's like, that's franchised. Yeah. Yeah. You could be a Ghostbuster. Yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's that simple. You just need one of those, like. That would be a good movie idea. The Ghostbusters Academy, where they they go around and teach people how to be Ghostbusters. Like Police Academy for Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah. That would be fucking great. I'd watch that. It's not bad, because then it's a natural... Yeah, you bring in the old guys. Yeah. Um, my son... I kept my, my son, yes, speaking of school, my son and daughter yesterday were playing a game called Cop School. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that sounds awesome. And they were just like tell things to freeze and bobby's playing cop school were they in police house they're playing police academy i don't know it was fun <laughs> and then i made a police academy joke and they're like what are you talking about? that was the 21 jump street season of police house yeah <laughs> he goes and pretends to be an elementary school yeah dennis that's a really good idea for a ghostbusters franchise that would be great because that would have been a good way to bring in a new generation of actors yeah without people getting all angry yeah have them learn from the stance old and ghostbusters ernie hudson what's yeah. ernie hudson's name in the movie um uh, winston, winston zedmore yeah yeah winston zedmore because what um what's his name's dead yeah egon's dead yeah egon's dead sad because egon was cool yeah so. i always liked harold ramus yeah, he's cool. He's he's great in stripes because he he's like doesn't know how to act. <laughs> he's just there. He's just like he's just there because he's talented. He's like, well, you're yeah. really you're such he's a like, good. Hey, I wrote this. Yeah, I'm you're yeah. A, you're such a good writer. We're gonna put you in the movie. It's like really, yeah. that's amazing. He's so awful, but he's what like, do I do? Perfect. Yeah, just kind of what you're doing. And I don't care what anybody yeah. says. Stripes like, is another one. Don't worry, we got John Candy. Yeah. You don't need to do anything. Stripes stinks. I'm sorry. Like. It's, it's, it's entirely to like when they go invade the other country or whatever. They just got lost. Oh my God. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> but it's, I haven't seen that movie second, in like 25 The second years. movie in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's very full metal jackety where like the first uh, half is very funny in boot camp and the second half they actually go to war and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? I think they just took a wrong turn at Albuquerque or something like yeah. that. <laughs> but yeah, but that's when, that's when Stripes start to, starts to lose me. Yeah. Like the beginning of it was haha. Funny, funny, and then I'm like, what's happening here? Like, why is this still on? Like, I was down with it. Well, like, if I can't do 10 push-ups, we'll both join the army. Like, that sounds plausible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, I thought that that's how most people join the army, right? Yeah. Either that my or stuff, like, I'll kill you. Either that or, oh, no, I got my girlfriend pregnant. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Till they bring the draft back. Yeah. But they, I mean, they will. Poor people will get drafted again. Don't, first, don't you worry about that. Bring Harold Ramis and John Candy back first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's more important than the draft. Yeah. <laughs> See, they could have made stripes too, where they're the drill instructors. I got 
all these ideas, man. <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, so this is a good episode of DS9. <laughs> I mean, it's it's real goofy, but it's fun, you know? Yeah. 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 It was good. You know? Uh... Yeah, like I said, my favorite part. He just says, "You know what? Fuck this thing!" and just smashes it instead of giving it back. You, you could have just given it back. It's trying to tell me nah. something. Oh no! Me to smash it. I believe. I mean, I believe Cisco when he smashed it, his intentions were good because he believes that that's what the prophets wanted. Like, I don't think he was nefarious or anything like that at all. Mm -mm. He's he knows what those dudes are up to. And I do think it, you know, Kai Wynn was jealous. Like she said at the end of the episode, like he had more faith than you did. And you're supposed to be like this, this, this holy being. And Cisco's She's like the Pope or something, right? Yeah. And Cisco's just some black dude who got sucked into a time warp. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would be like, it would be like the Pope if Jesus did come back. Yeah. Know? And be like, well, I would, I mean, I'm the Pope. No, not even that, Dennis. It, but it would be like if Jesus came back as like an alien from like another world. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And had and, then, yeah, and had no knowledge of what he was supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know? Because, like I mean. Starman or something. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Speaking of 80s movies. Yeah, but I'm sure that one's probably good. I haven't seen Starman in a really long time. But I got a good feeling about that one. <clears throat> I haven't seen that in forever. It's Jeff Bridges. It's Jeff Bridges and what? John Carpenter directed that, didn't he? Did he? I what think so. Are you thinking um, Dark Man? No, that's Nixon? that's Sam Raimi. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. I yeah, John John Carpenter directed Starman. John Carpenter is pretty great. He's got a really great career, but I think people sleep on him because they think of his shittier movies, but man, he's great. This looks super 80s also. I want to go back and watch this. Dude, I mean, Assault on Precinct 13, Halloween, The Fog Escape from New York, The Thing, Starman, Big Trouble, Little China, They Live. I mean, holy shit, dude, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's one guy. Wow. Oh, that somebody was going to put up a uh, They Live poster in Times Square of Donald Trump. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> I still haven't even seen that. I want to say Escape from They Live. Do yourself a favor, Jenny, and just go watch yeah. it. Like, just I've had think, plans I to watch it for like three months. The lore of They Live is greater than the film of They Live. The film is campy but but poignant. You know what I'm saying? Like, it definitely has I think like at this point. When, if you see it, you're like, oh, I've seen this movie before. It's something else. Yeah, yeah because I, mean, it's... I kind of, I kind of already know like the basic plot of it because yeah. I've just heard so much about it. But I, I definitely want to see it just to, just to see the legends. Like Keith <laughs> David, Keith David's so yeah, good Keith in David, it. Yeah, you know, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Yeah, and the fight him and Piper have is fucking tremendous. And I mean, I want to say for those of you that subscribe to CBS All Access, Escape from New York is streaming on CBS oh, All it? Access. Yeah. See, I haven't seen any of those either. I just realized the other day, like I've, I haven't seen any of that series. So I mean, like Escape from New York. Escape from New York is as great as Escape from LA is terrible. <laughs> just that's the like Escape from LA is just garbage. 
But Escape from New York is is wonderful. Which one's first, New York? New York. Yeah, New York came yeah. out in like 81 and they brought it back like in 92 and like Snake yeah. Linskin's like fucking surfing and playing basketball and shit. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> this this is doesn't... Kurt Russell. Yeah. You know, excuse me. Enjoyable. Escape from LA came out in 96. Jesus. Oh, wow. That was later that was than I thought. 15 That's years like later. The same time the Demolition Man came out. <laughs> Maybe that was just a thing then in like the 90s. They did like weird. Maybe they saw Escape from LA. They're like, we can do this a little bit better. <laughs> uh, maybe. I, but Demolition Man's a great movie. It's all right. Don't sleep. I, I don't know if that one would hold up either, but uh, one of my three seashells. <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> things. That was a really good <laughs> st- Stallone, Dennis. <laughs> that was good. Uh, like if you if you mention the three seashells and people don't get the joke, and then you can just be like, they don't know about the three seashells, and yeah. then that becomes the joke. Is yeah. that they don't know the joke? Yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't know about the three seashells. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, I do that to my daughter like at least three times. She's the next like, time you're here, Bob, we should we should go out together and just like talk to people and be like, oh yeah, so do you know about the three seashells? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the three seashells fantastic what's his name phoenix in that movie simon phoenix simon phoenix yeah that's who i said uh like because joe ellington from newcastle he dyes his hair i was like he needs to he doesn't have the shade right he should just go full simon phoenix and to be simon phoenix is as close as we'll ever get to a black joker yeah like because they've got similar characteristics is he a joker or Kind of chaotic. He's more like Bane, I guess. I don't know. He's very chaotic, evil, just kind of killing to kill stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's similar in a way. I don't know. What what comic book villain is he like? I don't picture. I picture him more as a Joker. Kind of. Kind of like an agent of chaos, if you will. Yeah, he's more physical than a Joker, clearly. Yeah, no, of course, because he also knows fucking karate and Muay Thai and other martial arts. They totally matrixed him. Yeah. While he was sleeping, they yeah. got him all kinds of shit. <laughs> that movie's great, dude. And you're, and I'm really impressed with your Sylvester Stallone impersonation, Dennis. <laughs> I had no idea you had that in you. Who's Danny Tweezy show? Jenny, you should write that into Bell and Dubs. You know what? I was just That's thinking. That's all I can say. So you have to write that line. Okay. You could probably just go more. I'm going uh, to fight. More than you. Zombie Stallone. <laughs> Traveling time. You gotta get back in time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's really I'm gonna good. find a reason for you to do this voice. Yeah. And the thing is, too, even if you're doing like when we used to do Bill Cosby and Elvis back on the old yeah. radio show, both of those impressions worked fucking terrible, <laughs> but that's what kind of made it funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bad impression of a bad impression of a bad impression of Bill Cosby. Yeah, you know, if people. If people know what you're going for, then it's yeah. not really that bad. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so, was Bill Cosby the pedophile in that? Bit? Yes, ironically. <laughs> well, no, was it? It was. No, I think it was pedophile Elvis, but Bill Cosby would. It was like dirty sex, Bill Cosby. But again, we we uh, were right prophetic. on that. Like the Simpsons, man. You guys and Hannibal Burris, man. You guys broke that story. <laughs> yeah, well, Hannibal Burris broke it with truth. We yeah. were just speculating. Yeah, we were just kind of like, what would be the most ridiculous thing in the entire world? Oh, I know, uh, a weird sex Bill Cosby. 
you know? it's going to come out later that Elvis was a pedophile. I mean, he did marry a 14-year-old. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind so, kind of a pedophile. Back then, though. Don't justify singing. it. Just, it was a don't, different don't, time. Don't, don't. They, were, they were hit songs about dating <laughs> teenage girls. Yeah. She's sexy and 17. She's just 16 years old. Yeah, there's a lot of weird ones. Leave her alone, they said. Song. <laughs> I mean, so is yeah. So is like lips like strawberry wine. You're 16. You're beautiful in your mind. Yeah. yeah. Gary Puckett and the Union Gap yeah. Band. I mean, it's Young even girl. It's even well. That one's Get really creepy because he's like saying like this is your fault. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's like I'm not even driving the car. Get out of here before I have the time to change my mind. Yeah. Like you know what? I will fuck the shit out of you if you don't leave. This is on you, young lady. Yeah. But um, but yeah, Jenny, you always talk about the Ringo Star one, which makes it weird because it's Ringo singing that song at like forty. He's, <laughs> he's like eighty now, and he's still singing that shit. Yeah, that's because yeah. he got to got to play the hits, baby. Yeah, it's just really creepy now, though. Peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> she was it, just. Is there a point that like it's not creepy anymore because he's just so old that he's just maybe senile and. He's just singing it out of habit. <laughs> you know, you, you know, he's not going to actually like hit on a sixteen-year-old. I mean, look at Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Lando went right for it. He's old as fuck. He could barely stand up in that movie, but he's still hitting on young ass bitches. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, but well, at least my cock were- is working, Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> they got me here on a Segway. <laughs> I can't walk that far. Let's fuck. I'm just happy he said that same, you know, how you do it, Chewbacca. <laughs> it's like the only line you could pull out. <laughs> well, that's even the one thing I've noticed about Picard. It's like, well, he's got old man voice at this point. Like, I can't, yeah. he can't say but so many words in a row before it starts sounding weird. He's got to take deep breaths in between. <gasps> okay, let's go. Same thing with James Earl Jones. Like when you Almost hear, 80. Like when you hear like Darth Vader now sounds old as shit. Yeah. Like how did Darth Vader get old? <laughs> They're like, should we mix out James Earl Jones's respirator, or should we just leave it in? But God, how old is James Earl Jones? He's, like, He's got to be like ninety-eight. Don't be close. Don't be mad when I'm right. He's eighty-nine. I'm close. I mean, <laughs> it's really that was very close. You had the two the digits right. <laughs> And, you, and the thing is, you know he's old because you haven't seen him in a really long time. Like, you know when that's when celebrities are mm-hmm. old. Like, when's the last time you've seen Sean Connery? Yeah. When they get old, they just go away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even see Jack Nicholson at, like, Lakers games anymore. Because that motherfucker is that's just... true. That motherfucker is just old and, like, decrepit and, like, half dead. You know? Like the, the residual cocaine in his system is keeping him alive. And that's basically it. So. All right. Well, what do we give the episode then? Jenny, you go first. Uh, give it a seven. All right. I'm going to say six and a half. Dennis, black and Asian. It's a seven. Oh, we're all we're all kind of in the same lane today. 
What was it? I mean, for it was the first time in a while. It was. Fun. It's a good and fun episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kai Wynn comes in and does her Kai Wynn thing. She was bitchy. You got yeah. to hate her for a minute. The pro. I mean, I will say the prophets still annoy me. Like I hate their speech patterns. And oh, they seem a little more aware of time now, though. You know, it's, it's like, the Cisco. <laughs> Hello, the Cisco. It's like God, just shut the fuck up. Please. Oh, and I guess the one thing that we didn't really talk about is Kai Wynn totally blew the whole reckoning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she fucked everything up. Yeah. And you know, at the end of it, when Kira says to her, well, this was supposed to be the battle between good and evil, and now evil's still here, who knows what's going to happen? And you're like, yeah, probably something bad, because it's Deep Space Nine. <laughs> it's not like it's just going to go away and we're never going to see it again. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. This, this isn't the uh, those aliens at the end of season one of TNG. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not one of Warp's kids. <laughs> we're going to hear from the Paw Wraith again. Uh, they're going to do something bad. Yeah. This <laughs> isn't Jeremy Astor. Yeah, this isn't exactly. the the what the 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 what was the the one that could have been really great where they were taking over like the ad the bodies of admirals. Yeah, that conspiracy. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. At yeah. the end of season one of TNG. Oh, what happened there? Nothing. Oh, they got better. <laughs> like, got better. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We got it. We, we got a shot. We figured that out, baby. No problem. What if they're in Picard? Like it just took them that long. To Whoa, get that's the Bruce, long game. <laughs> Bruce Maddox, baby. Yeah, his chest's gonna explode. <laughs> so I got a worm inside me. It's a worm, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So it's a great episode. I'm getting closer to the end of season six thank you for listening sorry we took the little two weeks it was just we couldn't get the timing right but now we're back and we're ready to rock and roll yeah dennis was sick and i wasn't feeling well and it's just a whole list of problems but here we are we're back yeah the cool part is you can't bitch about it because it's free so fuck off oh and go go review us on itunes say something nice you want to bitch about it Go on iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Give us one star. Who cares? <laughs> when we get to 150, then, um, you know, and then if you, and if your review on iTunes is like, it's good, they just don't do it enough, then you're just an ingrate. Yeah. You know? Where's your podcast? But, but please, suck go, go on iTunes and say that, though, please. Yes. Yeah. I want to see some one-star <laughs> reviews out there, guys. Yeah, come on. You guys are being yeah, too get nice. Mad. Yeah. <laughs> you bunch of jerks. <laughs> yeah. Do nothings. <laughs> Where's your podcast? The sad part is most of them probably have podcasts. That's the sad part about it. I think it. only people that listen to podcasts do podcasts. Or I, yeah. I said it backwards, but you know. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, there are uh, extenuating. Yeah, there are extenuating circumstances like we talked about earlier. Joe Rogan, who has like, you know, five hundred thousand downloads an episode. But yeah, most people that do podcasts on this level do podcasts because they listen to podcasts, and, and that's kind of it. Yeah, that's fine. You know? And I like seeing you guys. Yeah, we appreciate each and every one of you listeners. So thank you very much for listening to Door I was Trek. talking about you guys, not no. the listeners. Oh, I, I was like talking seeing, about I the like listeners. You guys. I like seeing you guys too. That's part. That's most of the Aww. fun. <laughs> I like our social interactions. Good times. Good times. It sure is. It sure is. But all good things must come to an end, much like this episode. So we will see you guys next week. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>